It feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. It feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. Hey, kids and trick-or-treaters! <laughs> it's the first time show! Timely! Welcome to the first time show. We're talking about Lovecraft Country. Yep. We're having a great time. With some I searched sleeveless hoodie violence. on Amazon. The first thing that came up was a hoodie with sleeves. <laughs> Aren't we past that as a society? Haven't we got? I mean, like, Brett, we'll talk about this more tonight, but nothing's going to work the way you want it Brett, to. Brett, check, check your privilege. Check your privilege. We're talking about Lovecraft Country. And um, tonight's episode was called, um, what was it called? Oops. Uh, Strange, Strange Case. Or do you want to look it up? Safe. Strange okay. Case, yeah. And was directed by Cheryl Dunier. Do you know why that means something? Strange case. Yeah. No. What does it mean? Do you know what it because means? Because the 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 novel is called The Strange Case of Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Uh... Uh... <laughs> I started losing it because the laugh was coming. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> can I just say, right yeah, I'll see you guys that? later. Yeah. <laughs> Why does it have to be so gross? Oh, because it has to be. Because people well, like I, Steve and Brett are going to love I, it. I got to be honest. Like, uh, every time, there's no better magic in the world that you, to transform into someone else. You don't have to go through the most disgusting. No, I love it because it makes the whole thing really seem like. Hey, magic, the idea of magic is really cool, mm -hmm. but the but the real the the thing that they Reality. don't tell you about with magic is is that like sometimes it's really painful and shit and sometimes it's gross and it's fucked up. It's supposed to be like this shit isn't perfect. This isn't an OP. Your life isn't perfect just cuz you have magic. You have to go yeah, through the pain. I guess oh, I thought it was like you sacrifice. That's what I was going to say. I like that it makes you sacrifice. Sure, essentially, to use, to essentially. use magic, you sacrifice. Because he like yeah. cut his liver out and shit. Isn't this like in line with what has happened before? By the way, I watched this episode with my brother and he was asking me questions and I was like, I mean, I've watched every episode, but I really don't know. I was trying to explain to him what is going on. <laughs> Good he's luck. watched every episode too, but he's like, what is going on? I was like, well, you know, there's the children of Adam. And um, well, this one's the he's worst. He's like, well, what does Atticus want to do? And I'm like, he wants to translate these pages. And Brad's like, why? And I'm like, well, because he wants to find, protect he wants to get his cutie mark and he wants to find out what his special power is. Well, and he wants to protect his family too. His he cutie wants... mark? Is that a reference to something? That's a My Little Pony reference. Um, Whoa. <laughs> oh, and did you get that? Who's a brony? Uh, nope. <laughs> I'm not, but I have I have been watching My Little Pony because we're developing a different show, and I just want to know what's out there. Um, you use your job it, as an excuse, don't you? A hundred percent. But there is a like, there's a parallel to what he's trying to do, and to the ponies trying to get their cutie mark. What oh, is that? Is that a pin of the solar system? It's the it's the design that's on the rings that Atticus like has and oh, like the, the order oh shit it's the <laughs> yeah we got a player here it was sent to me by um hbo it came in this little this it's little sent bag to you by hp lovecraft hp lovecraft hpo 
fucking thing anyway so um tonight's episode was really gross but i loved it i loved the visual effects i was like dude where were these visual effects really in the good. ghost episode were they saving well, all are... their budget for this one no i think it's easier said than done for, i don't know i don't <laughs> i was gonna say i have no idea how to do any visual effect I it's mean, all magic to I, me. The, me but too. i feel like making the like a human like skin and body and all of that stuff people have probably so much to pull from whereas like creating a creature from scratch is really hard yeah your brain doesn't have as the references so you kind of accept it more but something like this is like we know what skin and shit looks like and so if like, you are a vfx artist and i am completely yeah. fucking wrong please call me out because i don't know but it just, <laughs> like, it just but... seems that way and yeah this did look better i thought yeah. than any of the other cgi the, the thing so with, and also like i've seen this isn't my first rodeo as far as transformation scenes go. I've seen my fair share of metamorphosizing humanoid characters in films and television, and I've never seen you a mean trans- like animorphs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're talking animorphs. We pull some covers. No, no, no. We we don't have to go there. I'll I'll bring the baby out. Um, but like um. I, I feel like the way that they had, like, another body, like, filling the, like, area, like, coming through the skin into the knuckles and, like, seeing mm. the head kind of coming up from the back and twisting up to, oh. like, the top. And, like, I've never seen a transformation where, like, another person is, like, coming out of someone like that. It was definitely really creative, too. felt like yeah exactly mm. what you said. I've never seen this this way. Yeah. Well, it really owned the, like caterpillar to butterfly yeah um analogy and you know this this body is the cocoon right and i like which body you can just switch back and forth a bunch like where's that no i think i think who you are i mean i think that she and you know skipping ahead to the end she is the real um ruby Rube, no, no, no. Sorry, the, the, the white, the white girl, Christina, Christina and Christina. Will, William. I William feel like and she Christina. is the real person, and William is the is the cocoon uh, because she has to put on for the the oh she the does children yeah. of Adam. They don't respect her because she's not a man. Yeah. So her sort of like you know walking a mile in someone else's shoes is to become a man, whereas Ruby gets to become um, a white woman and sort of experience that. And, you know, if you keep sort of putting pressure on the, what he was saying of the cycle, you know, once the butterfly dies, it gives birth to the, the caterpillar, which then goes into the cocoon. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's just very, very, very interesting storytelling. I feel like the whole series has been interesting. Storytelling has really challenged, um, uh, like what is challenged, what we expect in a really, um, interesting way. And this one just, I feel like hardcore went for it and was just like, we're just going to put it on front street, what we're doing here. And we're really like, we're really, you know, comparing, you know, walking in other shoes and really kind of showing Mm. the duality of that. But also I felt like this was a real weed out episode where it was like, 
meaning like the the creators were basically saying or the showrunners or whoever you want to task with it, the director was basically saying are you in like are you down for this journey i said it in the leftovers with the stoning episode where she got stoned oh, at the beginning yeah and it was so upsetting and graphic i feel like this episode is so upsetting and graphic that it's going to turn a lot of people off and it makes me feel like they're trying to prepare you for what's to come which makes me very excited so well, to your it's... question of like why does it have to be so gory it feels like they're basically saying like yeah, what happened, the history of this country is disgusting and it's mm. gross and it's like hard to look at. And here we're actually going to just put something in front of your face that is also hard to look at. Right. Mm. Ooh, yeah. amen to all that. And um, yeah, it's just a, it, they're doing a great job. I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm loving about this show. And then there's a lot of things that I'm that I take issue with that I'll that I'll kind of dig into a little bit as we as we go through. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like. Um there do you guys feel like the um the basement stuff the stuff that was going on in the basement that Ruby was very curious about like what's going on in the basement and why you guys keep coming out of there oh. and Alana noticed pretty early on that like and I was like pretty sure she was wrong but I wasn't sure completely sure but Alana was saying that the white woman that Ruby becomes looked a hell of a lot like the woman that had the shotgun and the dogs in um in the town in the town that they drive to that they drive to where the castle mansion it was the, the one that she like ended up like, knocking so, out on the stairs or something talking I'll look it up yeah oh yes thank you please look it so, up so look it up because okay. there's an interesting theory that <gasps> someone I was, else thought it too well it's like some the, the theory is is that in order to like become someone else, they have to be like a dead person, someone who was killed. So, Ooh. and the theory is is that Christine it killed William, or has Christina. William, Christina has William like barely alive in the basement, hooked up to some kind of thing, and also the white woman that Ruby is becoming is also down there, like tied up to some kind of like machine thing. Well, didn't they say something, though, mm. about Christina's brother being killed? It could have either have been some analogy. Oh, yeah, it's 100% her. I told you! I told you! I don't forget. Nice work. I should, look, I should look on IMDb. <laughs> nice I work. just pulled up the episode. Listen, I got to tell you guys the retribution because I said it so many times and Steve was like, no. Like, I, I got torn <laughs> down, so I have to be excited. Yeah, Bobby! Yeah, Bobby! I mean, you earned it. No, I just wanted to play it because it's a good song. I just want to play it. I know it's so good. It's a really good song. Thank you. I wow, you know, and on Zoom, I heard every bit of it. Yay! Yay for Zoom. Yeah, Alana, thank you for noticing because I always feel like I'm missing like a little piece. Every few scenes, I'm always like, yeah, where did that woman come from? Did I miss something? Like, there's always little bits like that, but I guess they're they're setting it up and I'm just being dumb and forgetful. Uh, yeah, I can confirm it officially. Well, there you go. Great job, Alana. Yay. And I, I did feel bad for being like, no, no way. No That's way. Okay. You're allowed to say that when we're but, watching. But um, I say it, all the time. it doesn't feel like you felt bad enough. But do Was you guys the think... only dead white woman they had? Well, the, the, but like. No, but maybe not. But if they used her already, if she just died, maybe her body was. Well, like, we'll available. probably find out. 
right? I'm pretty way, sure Letty killed podcast, her. Before we started watching, we started watching the episode, and the the guy, the white guy from Vikings, popped up, and I looked at my brother, and I was like, "We're pretty sure that the uh, the guy and the girl are the same person." And he was like, oh, really? Like, he had no idea. And so we looked, I looked real mm-hmm. smart. I mean, what a, what podcast a, what into, a, our, into our emailers. Dude, any, he could have jumped into any other episode and not had been as confused as he probably was. Oh, no, he's was. been watching. He's oh, watched oh, oh, every I episode. Thought, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. He was just like, do you know what's going on? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I like this and this. And then he started putting pressure on that. And I was like. No, I don't. I don't know what's going on. Um, just, just to clarify, really quick, because I initially was a bit confused by the, the D I E die thing mm-hmm. in the final scene of the episode. Does anybody? Whoa! Jump to the final. Okay. Well, just really quickly, because just so we could get it out of the way. Like, okay, there's not okay. much. Well, we're talking to... about things that we're confused about. Okay. Well, yeah, because I just want to make sure we're all on the same page with that. And I did a little reading yeah, no, about it. Yeah, no, please tell. I guess what it means is is the ring, his ring had like an inscription in it of three letters and mm-hmm. he thought they were his initials, <gasps> but it turned out to say die oh. instead. Uh, yeah. So I I don't know if that means he's going to die or whatever. But if hashtag that... Alana's face. <laughs> Listen, if he is set to die or if he does die, it'll further prove that all of this is about Let Letty. Like I think she's, she's the oh, one. Oh yeah. Like she's well, the important the question, one. I think still. The question is, what part is the girl in Florida playing, and right. what did she know? Wait, girl in the Florida. Asian because woman. That's, she's that's in Florida. Who he, that's, that's what he said. He was going to go back to Florida because there yeah, was that's a girl. where she's currently living. I thought. wait, wait, wait. What I understood that this was a girl that he knew from during the war times when he was mm-hmm. in. Uh, Right. The Korea. word I can't think of, Korea or wherever. And this, he had a relationship with her then and it ended all weird or whatever. And then he came back to Florida, la la. And he, him talking about going back to Florida incited him and her being like, are we a thing or not? Because you were about to leave. I thought that just incited him to tell more about his past with girls. I guess that could I be. I didn't think it was that she's in Florida. Because doesn't he keep calling? Even on Well, the- wherever she is, I think she's okay. the one he keeps calling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's something. There's something about Florida that is, there's a connection with her. Yeah. But um, I'm gonna. Yeah, bet we kind of got that. Die was the letters in the ring. Oh, I didn't get it. But I, we were curious about what what does she have to do with that and him figuring out. Also, I don't know if he... she has anything to do with that so much as okay. she might have. Because I guess she. I have an idea. He says that their relationship ended in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it looks like the next episode is going to be Wait, a don't flash. spoil it. Oh, we watched the next time on. Oh, did it? Did oh, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did everybody watch the next on? Well, Owen? some people choose not no, to. But I, no, so you maybe... can tell me. I don't care. There's some extreme. It's going right, to be a lost episode. Here's the deal. It's going to be an episode of Lost. Here's the deal. If you guys don't want to hear about what happens in the preview, press like 15 seconds, skip a couple times or something. But so really quickly, so I can get it out of the way. It looks like it's going to be a flashback episode to Tick in Korea. And it looks like right. it's going to develop their, his relationship. It's going to show us his relationship with that woman. And some and, like um, hairy finger thing comes out of her ear. Yeah, it seems like maybe she's got <laughs> some some like connection to the, all the Lovecraftian weirdness going on. I have a new theory. Okay, go okay, ahead. Okay, spoiler ended. We're done with that in case anyone's li- listening. Yeah, My- here. 
Because I feel like there has to be something connecting people. Now you know. We're done. <laughs> and I, I think it's... Uh, <laughs> I think there's going to be something to do with if you've died before. Hmm. Because obviously Letty's died... And that reference to die, I don't know, it kind of made it, they, in the flash, I don't know. I just kind of felt like, don't be ready. this is just an, a thought, an insight, a thought, I don't know. That uh, there might be something about having died. Huh, okay. Mm. Whatever, dude. Every guess is good here, because who knows what the fuck's going on. Well, but hasn't everybody, hasn't everyone died already? At no. Some point? You know what? Only Letitia really and the guy. You know what I... What I, uncle. what I thought was interesting about this episode was um, we're seeing these like incredibly horrible sides of these people. We're seeing like yeah. sides of these characters that you want to love and you want to feel empathy for. And then they do things like kill a, a woman in cold blood mm-hmm. and, or like sexually rape someone in the, in the back room of a of a department store Mm -hmm. and it's like seeing these characters, you know, and very Jekyll and Hyde, like you were saying, Brad, about the strange case. Um, it seems like Ruby is kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde character and she's become, that's what she's definitely in this episode for sure. Well, I mean, if she ends up being like, kind of, I think we played into that through this whole episode. Yeah. I mean, like when she's white, there was a, you know, she was drawing from like her personal privilege that she had tried so hard to get this job and had gone and done, right. got educated and things like that. And this girl hadn't and got the job. So she was drawing off that, but she was using the fact that she was a white woman to like, like laud over her in that way. Right. And I know why would she be so part? Right. That's the monster clearly. But mm-hmm. like, why was she being so mean? Well, because she felt two reasons. Because I think she would have been mean to her as Ruby, because mm-hmm. she was resentful of her getting the job. Right. She was already angry at her, and she was taking that out on her. Yeah. But that then one the part second... was so great, though. I hope we got it as a clip, Brett. <laughs> the part where she's going off. Maybe we'll save it if you got it as a clip. Uh I don't it? have it as a clip. I only oh. got one clip. I oh. was really. I honestly, this episode finished and I was like, oh man, I, I didn't pull clips. I got one. <laughs> I mean, we were just, just watching like, it. We're just, just watching it. Man, I was in. Like, I you was know, too just in. the part where she's like, white people are up to all kinds of fucked up shit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, shit. We got to go back and get that. That is such a good Hold on, I can, I can pull it live. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Brett's going to pull it live. Wait, I want to say that what I think is the second reason why she was shitty to the the other black girl. Okay. I think it's because they're also showing us on this show because they're showing us like the instead of uh, how do I put this like instead of making these characters being like finally we're having front and center the black storyline and it's perfect. They're still giving us these flawed characters like I mentioned last week and I think that's really important and incredible and like we should be seeing and acknowledging that that they're not just giving us these perfect people. Anyway. Yeah, they're actually three-dimensional, fleshed-out characters. Yeah, and obviously, because yeah. it's horror, we're getting all the monstrous sides of them. But I think the reason she's mean to her is, one, obviously competitive, and two, because you see it, it like, racism affects everybody, and you see that existing in that culture, you start to have prejudices against your own people as well. And I think they're mm-hmm. acknowledging that that exists. Like, even, I can speak to the, the feminist issue, a lot of especially earlier on in feminism, a lot of the people who are fighting hardest to dismantle the feminism were women 
because mm-hmm. it just gets so ingrained in you that you have to hide this part of yourself and you have to be this certain way that you those are the rules you push on everyone else the hardest especially when you're the one being shoved down you know mm-hmm. so anyway i think that's what Man. is happening I, I do have to it say, sucks. I, totally, it sucks. <laughs> but she started realizing after doing it, I think she kind of recognized, like, ooh. Um, yeah. Something I didn't like about it, about the episode, was um, how Ruby just kept kind of, like, being able to get out of these places she was stuck in, and we never saw how, and... Like she, when she first went for the job interview at the department store and she started like changing back into Ruby and then she's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And she's like ripping her skin off in the hallway (laughs) and she gets into the elevator. She's just rubbing her blood everywhere (laughs) and like throwing skin into the ceiling and shit. And she's like covered in blood. And then it just like, cuts to like whatever ticks up to and then the next time we see ruby she's like perfect and in the bedroom going like i don't know if i want to do this mm. and she still got the job too yeah she's right still the job. right yeah and the other time she's in the closet with this guy which first of all i have so many questions oh, about yeah. and then they just cut away cut away and, and, and she's and, fine she escaped somehow and, no big deal yeah and the sheriff has like a, a black man's body like, or something <laughs> he's one of like, the experiments what the Fuck. Oh, I know what's going on. Well, I think that Epstein. What do you think's going on? I think that Epstein guy that Hiram was like the Epstein. ghost of a fucking the ghost doctor. The ghost doctor. I told the ghost doctor <laughs> I was in love with you. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Um, oh, did did you like how the the song we've all heard a million times? Uh, the Cardi B not, one. Uh, no, the like oldies song. Uh, did not start like the correct way. It was so confusing. They played it more than once. Which one? Oh, I don't know. It was like, uh, fuck, I'm forgetting it. But it was like, it, was, it wasn't Bebop Balula, but it was something like that. Yeah, I, there were a couple of tracks in the episode that were like, oh, that's a great song. I know that song. Yeah, but then like there was a couple like words like, at the end. Instead of like the normal way, it was like bop, bop, bop instead. And I was like, that doesn't go bop, bop, bop. We oh, interesting. Like, I didn't know. Yeah, but now I'm forgetting the song. Yeah. Um, I remember that there was a song, but I can't remember which one it was. Same. And what I, I recognize. I always remember like two or three of the songs and the rest. I picked but, capacity. Um, but I was just bothered by a lot of the like cut around issues like that. And It's like um, a Christopher Nolan movie that way. <laughs> yeah, but also like at least in the Christopher Nolan movie, they like cover their tracks and explain it. You know, in this mm-hmm. it's like we're not going to go back and find out how she got completely bloodied and somehow back home. Uh, yeah, like in the streets and like, stuff from the back really office matter. area yeah of, from like the back office store. of a department and she's store. a black woman like she could probably just get yeah but it's like like that's a whole episode on its own do- they did that they did that purposefully i thought i mean oh, like, she I... ended up in the alley she ended up in the like they they were basically saying like it, it doesn't matter. She figured it out. What matters is yeah, that she, but I didn't like, like that. struggling with popping back and forth. Well, totally. I mean, yeah. I get I know, it. But, I get it. But it's like. Well, because it's like as a filmmaker, you're like, OK, so then we're going to show her. She's going to have extra clothes stored here. She's going to put them on. It's like, who gives a fuck? But you I know? can't you can't establish in a show that these characters are afraid to be out at night at certain times and afraid of like who will see them and judge them or 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 like. Um, you know, say that that person was doing something yeah. wrong, and then suddenly be like, they're in the most vulnerable, ridiculously like obvious, yeah, position. I get that. And- but we're also talking about a show that had like 
fucking multi-eyed monsters in the first episode that we haven't talked about. That's again. true. But that's true. It's true. But we've seen a lot of weird things. I just think that that's like. It's like they obviously didn't have the time to be like, how are we going to get her home from this? And and right. they probably that thought like it would slow the like... story down and it would like. Yeah, I get that. But I just didn't really like that. OK. Yeah, I, I liked to talk about the things we liked. I liked the the drag. <laughs> oh, the ballroom. Scene. Yeah. With that song by what's his name? Moses. Yeah, I just looked it up. Let me find it again. Um, Moses I thought that Storm. was the most. That was the best uh, moment in this show so this far. This is it. Moses I that was the most impactful. Lonely World. Yeah. Oh, He's great. He's got a lot of good songs. Apparently. Um, I just found that. That was one of my three songs that I found and I'm like obsessed with now. You such a good choice. Like, you have to be better than mediocre. And do you want to know why? Because white folks are even more fucked up than you think they are. They have got shit you can't even imagine. That's why you got to be exponentially better than them so you don't end up in some closet half dead with your tongue cut Ms. out. Miss Davenport. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Davenport. Um, yeah, that, that like, the show's been great, but I think there is, like, a, a level of camp to the execution of the show. Yeah, true. That scene to me, like, elevated it up. A little bit like i thought that was such a well-executed scene i just it, it to, and totally i just feel like they they're like cutting or they're cutting corners and they're and they're like they're telling us what's important in the story and they're showing us what's important in the story but it's like it seems just a little bit sloppy it feels like they, they... oh i mean they're trying to do a lot for it's, sure yeah but I've i seen guess what people... i wanted to, the reason i wanted to call it that scene is because it's like we just saw that character kill somebody last episode. You know, this episode, his son beat him up. We've been like questioning his sexuality. And in this episode, it's like they took that moment to go. It almost felt like the show was taking a moment to go. Like, you don't know. You don't know about this character yet. And we're going to take like, it feels like the, the, the moments they're choosing to really highlight are important to the overall narrative. And I think they know they're taking like a pulpy, campy approach to the overall narrative or to the overall storytelling. But when they take a moment to really like zero in and go like, this is a really difficult, challenging part of the story that we want to tell, it felt like they perfectly executed that moment where it's like, we see him super vulnerable. You know, we see, we learn a lot about that character without him speaking a word. Like there's even that scene where everybody's talking around him and he doesn't say anything. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I learned so much more about that character than I have in any of the previous episodes and he didn't speak. And I just thought yeah. that was really interesting. And that's like, I feel like the way that this show is crafting this narrative is those are the moments I really want to pay attention to. And I felt like in this case, it made me think, oh, the show wants me to know that this is a good guy. And that even though he killed this the woman or ancient deity or whatever to be it was happy the twin flame the like two flame he did it for a good reason meaning like spirit. i felt like the way the show executed that scene and they could have missed but because they did it so well i took away oh the dad is trying to protect his son and the shit his son is trying to do is going to be really 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 bad and now i'm worried about our about atticus i'm worried about our main character because now i believe that the dad is a good person and a good like I think that, I think it basically showed us like it's a very complicated person, but I think that that's the character that that we should have some compassion for. 
And to that end, I'm like, oh, now I'm more nervous about what they're doing in the basement. I mean, he's not. Yeah, he he um, they really do establish him as kind of a monster because we love Tick so much. And right. and he talks about how he's thought about killing his own dad. But he after spits he's in his hand beaten. before he fucks a guy in the ass. He's a caring, good <laughs> person. Yeah, no, it's just that they 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 took time in the episode to, like, really hammer home how bad of a guy he is. And for beating his son so consistently, I'm with Brett on the on the dad on Montrose. Yeah, no, it was Montrose. Montrose yeah, it was interesting. Mm. It was definitely interesting to see him completely feeling not like he's fitting in with his friends and his uh, his lover, and then he kind of just lets go and realizes that like he that's you know he needs to accept. Yeah, I mean, that's like in this episode, is. you saw his entire evolution. He went and took out what happened with him and Tick on his lover or boyfriend right. or wherever you want to, wherever they are. It's like, he took it out on him. Like it was not, it was not like a passionate lovemaking. He was obviously trying right. to, you know, and then by the end of the episode, you sort of saw him evolve and like move past that with this person. So right. it's like, you said you think the sexual encounter between Montrose and Sammy, Sammy, is that Sammy it? Yeah. was like violent. I think was it was not, aggressive. I don't think it was, it was, I sure. think it was, it I wasn't it was as tender needed. as the two of them on the dance floor. Right. Well, he hadn't right. got to that spot yet, so of course it wasn't. But that, I mean, still. Well, it seems like they have a deeper relationship than we know. And I think all I think of those. Been... No, the thing, the thing that I noticed that I was that the way, sorry, the way Please. he came in and the, the it's the bartender, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he the owns way the bartender that bar. was like, oh, was this this group or this group? Meaning like, mm -hmm. who beat you up this time? Yeah, because it made me feel like he always comes over after yep. he has one of these encounters. Hundred percent. And that's where I was like, oh, he he always takes out this anger or aggression or whatever he has. He 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 brings it here. Right. See, by I the end of the episode, that. we saw him like. I, I see that. That's too. where I disagree. Also, but also I see that Sammy's friends know about his relationship with Montrose and even make right. fun of them for not having even kissed yet. But they've they've been seeing each other for so long that the friends even know about them. So it's like there's kind of like a deeper thing that we're now just being let into with his relationship with Sammy. And I, I agree with Brett. I think he's taking he takes his aggression out. I don't. Well, it's a struggle. It, it, I think but it's I don't a think struggle. that's I don't think that's their entire relationship though. I don't think Montrose goes over there just to get his aggression out. I think Montrose has a relationship with this guy. I think they are close and potentially lovers. Um, but I yeah, just think Sammy, it, I just think Sammy in this particular moment we were seeing yeah because Sammy was enjoying it. I think in this particular moment we were just seeing a. A, an aggressive sex scene because of how how Montrose was feeling in that moment. But I don't think that's what their relationship is like. Can I say my version? Yeah. I see it as he goes to Sammy afterward to be intimate with someone and lick his wounds. And he's just not in a place yet personally where he can kiss him until the end of this episode. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any sort of... Uh, what is the word you guys were using? Like getting having retribution or getting back at or oh, heading in his aggression or taking or out his aggression. Yeah, I don't think he's taking anything out. I think the only place he can be show any of his actual softness of who he is and his heart and all that and intimacy in his life is with Sammy. And it's unfortunate that it's still to such an extent where he can't even kiss him yet. But I think 
to me, I see that's that's him going there and having always going there after these fights as he's like licking his wounds. He's like finding a place where he can be intimate and close. With I agree someone. with that. I think that he he what I'm trying to say, I guess what I was saying is like he can't admit to himself that he feels compassionately about this person until the end of this episode. Maybe. And yeah. It's like while he does and while he goes to him when he is feeling this way which in and of itself is a form of compassion. He can't outwardly show that till yeah, the end of this episode. And I thought that was, I thought that was really interesting. I also think it's super interesting that <clears throat> we are, we are this transfixed on this part of an episode. <laughs> I know. Because well, it's awesome. Boys. A woman tore out of another woman's skin well, and then violated cause a man with a high heel. Well, cause you said it, Brett. <laughs> like, it... <laughs> but it's like, it really is it's one of the, this was one of the most interesting parts of this episode. Right. Because was, um, it was like the best scene. My favorite scene was the scene at the end with Montrose. So, well, it's because we like yeah. that character, but we've seen him do terrible things, and now we need to learn why he does terrible things. Well, he and also we have has to a learn... Jekyll and Hyde. Right, exactly. Episode. It seems like everybody does. But I believe Letty when she says um, that this magic shit is going to be bad for everybody and not mm -hmm. end up being a good thing. It doesn't mean that I don't think they should be dabbling in it. I just think that... Because I do believe it's going to take, like tick learning some kind of magic to be able to fight back against these these evil people i think they're really going to truly have to use magic maybe but um but i think she's right about how it's like a bad thing too and i think there's mm -hmm. corrupting well, she said it was evil right and it, and what Ru the way ruby's using it it truly does seem like it is um, i'm with tick i think it's how you wield it or at the very least it can be. but yeah i think we'll see that it is more about how you wield it and uh but i think it, it might ultimately lead to one of those things where it's like now that we've protected our family we we like bury it or something we never use magic again or something like i don't know it mm -hmm. might it might go there because i do think that type of power is very corruptible and easily corruptible and um mm -hmm. you know some it, lord of the rings shit yeah for sure always that kind of power is corruptible mm. but we'll see we'll see um anything else we want to talk about in the episode yes go ahead alana's <laughs> you want to do alana's thoughts uh i well let me just say a couple of normal things first okay i was wondering earlier brett when you you mentioned the butterfly analogy that um mm -hmm. william uses william <laughs> um i i don't know the scientific fact on this or whatever but when he used the butterfly analogy he didn't say he never said to go from a caterpillar to a butterfly he always said to go from a butterfly to a caterpillar to a caterpillar yeah and that is that true that it's just the same like molecules i mean you know obviously a lot of things are the same molecules let me put that differently it's the same like matter as the De dead butterfly shit that turns into a caterpillar is that true i tried I'm looking it up oh cool Brett's looking it up I, I looked up so much stuff on the interim i did not have time to get to that but <laughs> Owen, but Owen, i just thought like what was the face you were <laughs> wait are we talking <laughs> i thought it was really interesting though because like that's not an accident the, normally people always say the analogy caterpillar to butterfly so like why is he saying it that way is he insinuating that being black is less than that you're becoming a caterpillar you're becoming less evolved or you you are less evolved and you become with wings and then get rid of, like i don't know the being, whole the thing analogy was like, really breaks down if you go backwards huh 
the the analogy doesn't work with a caterpillar and a butterfly. If then it doesn't turn back into a caterpillar. Well, apparently he said it does. Yeah, that, that is the, the cells, way he said it. It was weird. He said that the cells die or whatever, and and that's what a caterpillar is born out of. Is yeah. that like the carcass, pretty yeah, much? And I don't that. I don't know if that's that's why I'm asking for a Google because I don't know. Oh, I, is yeah, that I see. true oh, or not? That, oh, do. Uh, and the whole that's thing they, was weird. You think that's how they reproduce? Well, no, this is what he said. He never said. When he was said, talking it, about turn... metamorphosis, when he was like, oh. the butterfly is flies and blah, 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 and then it becomes a caterpillar, what, yeah, that's which how has he said the same it. cells. Like, he says it exactly like that. He said like it that. that way, instead of saying yeah, a caterpillar turns butterfly. And also, and that's that again cycles in with the death to life thing. And I, also, my next question on that scene is, we see the butterflies on his wall, like pinned to the wall, those like beautiful blue butterflies. And then oh. when they're flying around her, are those those butterflies come to life? Because oh. obviously they're they're only butterflies around. So, so is the butterflies whole thing like lay eggs that become caterpillars that then go through metamorphosis and become a butterfly that lays eggs. So so yes. maybe they're just trying to twist the words to get us to think of it as the metamorphosis relates to death because that's kind of why i'm thinking that die written on his ring is going to have to do with people who've died there's some power there oh like, I, I should think... have kept reading maybe maybe the butterfly lays eggs like right before dying <laughs> <laughs> really is that what it says no i'm saying maybe i saw i closed oh. the window already it's a, we'll never know hypothetically but what do you guys think? i mean there's there's literally no way to know at this point. i mean yeah, i don't know you guys i x'd out the window owen i don't know i don't have an opinion on this i think i think I, it's 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 significant i mean maybe maybe the character doesn't understand the like he, he just is stupid well maybe it's like uh maybe they're like <laughs> aliens or something or they're like lovecraftian from a different dimension and they don't understand things or i don't something. think so she butterflies Chris, work different over there <laughs> I know, yeah like, christina has proven that she's really intelligent at the very least i think i don't know i have no theory i don't know what to say I she reminds it. me of uh, the girl in last crusade yeah ilsa mm -hmm. I have to Google that to have a visual. Why don't you just Google that? Okay, I have one more question. I okay. was wondering if there's anything to do. They they had a few mentions of the white woman that uh, Ruby becomes, Hillary. There are multiple mm -hmm. mentions of her being Irish, like indirectly mostly. And I was wondering about that. Like, is she just, is the script specific enough that that's m meant to give us clues? Because why would they have so many specifications of Irish descent specifically when this is all you know like wouldn't it just be whiteness they have the most um significant one is when he he kisses her hand and they're flirting or what he's flirting yeah. with her whatever and he says it's not like the Blarney Stone or whatever and the Blarney Stone concept is uh there's a, a building in Ireland and I don't know if the whole building is the it's made of Blarney Stone it's a type of stone and if you kiss the stone it's meant to give you the gift of gab so you can like be witty and and good at talking whatever that's the reference he's making but like all these references he that people make towards her are specifically about being irish not just normal white and so i i'm also kind of wondering like well if that is the same girl is there something to do with who she was and then i started thinking i wonder if ruby has any irish in her from like the past because even letitia letitia oh my god Letty. Letty. That name, though, Letitia, is, I googled 
I mean, this is just off of a Google, so I don't know if it's how accurate it is, but apparently is um, like a middle, um, an, a name from the Middle Ages that was really common in like um, England and Europe, UK area. And I know that it's not to say that sh- that's the only culture that ever uses that name, but I don't know. Maybe there's some suggestion there might be like Irish shit in their past, or I'm digging too deep and don't give me. <laughs> it might be a. Um... Don't give me dewdrops show. It, it might be, be just an from era the, thing. It might be like be during that thing. time period, it might be a lot of like Irish migration. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have no idea. It also yeah, could totally. just be something Especially from the Chicago. book that has like no real could special significance. It's just what they're called yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like I mean, to like dig how, it. Like how uh, Morgan Freeman is Irish in Shawshank Redemption. Right, right. Red. They call him oh. Red. And they call him Red because he's supposed to have red hair and shit. Because that's what Yeah, he's a white guy with no. red hair. He's an Irish guy yeah. in the book. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> and they um, just left it in in the movie. It's, it's really it's great. funny. It's great. <laughs> well, I think there's going to be something to do with their heritage, their bloodline coming up. That's why. That's why I'm kind of like digging in there. Um, do you guys want to move on to. Yeah, this is my favorite episode <laughs> so far. Oh, really? really? Whoa. Wild card Brett coming in hot. This was <laughs> this was this, think, this felt like the show earned like it took the four episodes to get here, but this was like, oh, we're in it now. Now shit's don't getting do real. Bingo donkey boy. I think I like three the best. In the, three. The the ghost one? Ghost yeah. Ghost House. Not me. I yeah. think I still like the first I one mean, the best. The pilot, yeah, but Post pilot, this was the best one. I'm not sure yet. Post pilot is the one that killed Jesus, right? <laughs> All right. Sh- where are we? Do- what are we doing now? Alana's thoughts. <laughs> I do have thoughts. Clips. All right. Alana oh, has thoughts. Well, I thought we've been in Lana. That's first. what I thought too. But well, we got sorry, more boys. thoughts. Here we go. <laughs> It's I'm, been weeks since I've heard that. That's a great song. <laughs> I'm trying to designate the On difference. On the Discord, it's just a mess. <laughs> you don't listen to the show? No. Silence. <laughs> I was, right now. I'm listening to it right now. It's that great. makes sense. I'm that a big fan. Uh, I mean, I don't either. It's not like I'm judging you or anything. I'm trying to designate the difference between talking in general what my thoughts are okay so there wasn't really much history stuff as much history stuff this week and we didn't have time to research and i really went overboard last week so hopefully that's cool my thoughts this week are just all about the fashion (laughs) (laughs) so i finally googled the fashion designer because or uh, the costumer because i'm stupid i don't know why i didn't do it before her name's dana pink cool very cool um and stage name it sounds like a stage name, but I don't know if it is or isn't. Okay, I wanted to mostly point out the gloves. My, I think my favorite items, I mean, the whole ballroom scene, everything in the ballroom scene, the uh, the scene at the end, the the like drag queens being epic and incredible, that, that whole scene, I don't know if it was called ballroom back in 1950, but they call that... It, it, it they, that would be called ballroom today. It's it's very much things and complicated, but anyway, that's the ballroom scene. So when I say ballroom, that's what I'm referencing. Incredible. Every single thing in that scene was incredible. We got to see some lingerie this week, 1950s lingerie, and I have Don't a see <laughs> some lingerie come off. And uh, you did see come some off. lingerie come off. Can you imagine 
how much work to get naked back then yeah my lord yeah (laughs) also everything just ripped really easily i'm sure you're just like well fuck so what yeah you want us to tell them that wizards exist there's my delicate silks (laughs) um i have a question i don't know if anyone's gonna be able to have the answer i tried googling it and i could not figure it out when we see letty's lingerie in the most epic sex scene I've probably ever great seen. Great sex scene. Such a good sex scene. When we her, see her lingerie in that, the bra is very 1950s. <laughs> I should have let it go. I didn't even hear what started. Um, the bra is super 1950s, but the panties she's wearing, to me at least, look super modern, like very 2010. And I tried Googling, could not find any panties like that. They're sheer and they have a little frill on the side, but they're like cheeky, like butts coming out um, and my understanding of 1950s lingerie is that butt is not allowed to come out it covers the whole butt full cheek it was like bloomers or something well <laughs> listen i know you're not shopping for types of panties but let me give you an example here this is a butt <laughs> <laughs> i hope someone listened to this episode for the first time up to here and was like this is a really good analysis of this show <laughs> and now it's 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 fart jokes <laughs> so they get i don't want them to be misled so panties these days, <laughs> these days i don't they, think miss pink would do that to us i think she did the research these days panties go more like this <laughs> And on Letty, they went like this. But in the 50s, usually panties cover here. Full cheek. Anyway, so if anybody knows, let me know. I'm going to move on from panties, obviously. Hold on, let me Google my work computer panties in the 50s. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. and they're sheer. So, right, sheer also. Um, Okay, sheer. My other favorite item. A lot of pictures of Paul Sheer pop up. My favorite item was the the red gloves that Ruby's wearing as Hillary. Yeah, I noticed those. They're like those. super short and just like, ah. Uh, when she's like holding the newspaper and stuff. Oh, they're yeah. so chic and perfect and just like, mm. let me, every item of clothing on this show. I saw an article that was considering if this show has the best costume design since Mad Men. And I was like, Whoa. amen. Ooh, I'm in on that. Wow. Some I'm good stuff it. for sure. I really think. There's less characters to dress as frequently in this, I think. But I, I think it's like, gonna. Win. I got like eBay all the, here. Whoa! See those full oh, coverage no, of the on. butt. All the background extras and stuff too, though. It's so much work. I know they the costumes in this right? are. Yeah, popular. that's full coverage. Those are full coverage, babouche. Mm-hmm. Um, These are all vintage. Oh, what about that one? Uh, possible. Granny panties. Oh my god. Okay, right. so the last thing, last thing is the stilettos. I found out they weren't always going to use a stiletto for the scene with the stiletto, um, with the heel uh-huh. going in the guy's butthole. <laughs> they weren't always going to use... Allegedly. <laughs> I think pretty Wait, clearly. where did it go? Huh? Where did it go? Where did the... I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay. You just did a pull my finger joke. I know. It was an elevated pull my finger. I'm not Where did the stiletto it. go? I'm not above it. 
<laughs> anyway, so for those of you who don't know, stilettos are a certain type of heel. They're not just all heels or stilettos. Anyway, and apparently, so I've been trying to figure out when the these episodes take place, like what year exactly. And I've only, I don't know if you guys have found more clarity. I've only found estimates. Like, well, it's got to be between these times based on these facts, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, even on the podcast, they were not specific. And you could tell it was on purpose. And I was like, dang it, tell me. But they said they used a stiletto. They went back and forth between what tool she was going to use, whether it would be a stiletto or not. And they landed on the stiletto partly because apparently the stiletto was invented the year this episode takes place. (gasps) Oh, so it was supposed to be like a fancy brand new type of shoe. Well, that's why when they first pull it out, when everyone's uh, behind in the like back and they pull it out, like try on these. It's a really special deal to try those on because this is like you've Uh... never even seen a shoe like this before. This is absolutely incredible. Um, But I Googled when stilettos were made and... Most apparently the 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 year they were made. Well, apparently the year they were made was 1950, but some sources say it's between 1950 and 1954, and I think that would be based on like where you're located and when they started making them in your area, etc. So I'm, yeah, they probably came from like Paris or something, right? Uh, it or, was Ferragamo, I believe, who made them, and I I just think read he's the Italian. first ad. The first Toledo ad was in 52. That would make oh, sense. Shit. So I think we can assume that the stiletto uh, was invented. I I think this is supposed to take place in like 1950, maybe 1952, something around there. The thing is that the war that um, Atticus was supposed to be in ended in 1954. I have it somewhere in my notes, but I believe it ended in 1954. And he's supposed to have come home after the war unless he was like released early. And so that doesn't quite line up with i thought we hmm. talked about the show was th- this is based in 1954 is it i haven't been able assumption. to find that info i mean i'm not the best googler which i know sounds weird but it's true anyway <laughs> I, don't buy it. I love the whole stiletto i love that they used a stiletto fantastic <laughs> and i think this is a good transition if you guys have anything to say about that scene because holy shit that scene steve you had a reddit comment that i wanted to respond to um yeah, I, uh, well, someone said, someone said. Wait, I Googled, it literally says Lovecraft Country takes place in 1954 and 1955. There you go. It's 54. The series third episode reveals that certain events take place in the summer of 1955. The 1954 date comes directly from the novel of the same name by Spoiler Matt alert. <laughs> Fantastic. So 54 it is. And um, I love that it's fresh yeah. stilettos, their first use. I would love it if we got to, <laughs> if we went to Studio Fifty Four in at some point in the show since we're in nineteen fifty four. Oh no! Um, so I would love to talk about. I mean, you this... lost Stephen Alana too, right? I know I lost. Yeah. I lost everyone. I, how so. both of them? They're on two different. Oh, I don't. Oh, know. there they are. Oh, we're back. Did we freeze? Maybe I just. I think we got farted. a little. We got a little hiccup. But um, me and me and Owen remained just fine throughout that. It's so weird that both of you froze. It was freaky. Well, it's because be we're both on the same internet. Uh, that didn't make it any less freaky. Um, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I scared you, my friends. Uh, but uh, you know, internet connection issues happen. Um, the Reddit. Oh, so some people are really upset about that scene, saying that it was like um, way too gratuitous of a rape scene. 
Um, and yeah. that, and that it was needlessly violent from a character that is supposedly supposed to be like a good good guy, like a good what? Like He's a, not a good guy. No, the girl. Is we're talking about the no girl. Ruby. Ruby. Oh. I think Ru- that Ruby sexually raping that man with a with a high heel shoe. Stiletto. With a stiletto. He gets what's coming to him. Well, yeah, but but I think that's that Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde shit where it's like when she's wearing the white woman's skin, she becomes a different person. She has the but like, not the same character. She becomes a much mm. more, you know, but like her character, entitled and aggressive character. Her character shouldn't be able to get away with that though. Well, I have a response. So I listened again to the podcast, the official, uh, Lovecraft country, country, mm-hmm. Lovecraft podcast. Country. <laughs> yeah, you're hearing. Anyway, I listened to it, and on uh, in that they they talked a lot about this scene, and the woman on the show who was a writer on Lovecraft said that they spoke a lot about that, and they spoke about that specific concept that like this is maybe too far, mm-hmm. too intense, or they talked a lot about needing to show him doing something bad enough to feel like it merited Ruby stiletto raping him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'd say what Scream probably sold us on that. What's what Scream? You when he was attacking that girl, and then when uh, he screamed at her, she's running away. Like, yeah, well, okay. good. I'm glad it's you bad. feel that way. Because... Bad motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, obviously Wait, he's I'm not bad. Done. Yeah, yeah. So what they said in the writers' room though was they caught themselves once they were a good amount into that conversation and realized, wait a minute white male characters are constantly doing rapey shit and it's always like, oh, she asked for it, whatever. Like, there's never a reason. There never seems to have to be a reason bad enough to incite them doing that. And they're like, well, it's stupid that just because she's a female, we're making it like this guy has to be so evil for us to allow her to do something this shitty to him, even though he deserves it. And that's why they, like, purposefully at peace with just showed that bit where he's obviously not a great person sexually with other people and then let her go ahead and have a violent ass rape of him. I mean, I've never seen a, I've never seen a movie or anything. And I, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe there is a movie like this out there, but I've seen a lot of fucked up movies and I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Well, I think that like, as far as, like I see both sides, but I think that what Steve is responding to is like, if the roles were reversed, male and mm. female, we would look at that man with the heel in his hands and be like, wow, that's a really bad guy. Yeah. That's a bad person. Yeah. And so I think that to that degree, I think the show giving such a like, um, well-executed redemption to the father to add his, Atticus's father I think they're purposefully saying like hey Ruby's got some like a dark side and she's maybe not as good of a person as you thought she was at this point right yeah I just think they're saying that she's capable of whatever and this is obviously we know she's in her hide space or Jekyll space whichever is the bad one where she's like feeling like she could do whatever she wants no no problem or whatever that the guy said uh yeah because she told her yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. can do actually do anything or whatever. Like, I'm mm-hmm. okay with, like, um, revenge. Well, we also don't know if Christina is a good 
she might be the villain. Right. Well, I'm not Christina? saying she's a good yeah, person. Christina. I'm saying when she. But what takes I mean is, like, Ruby though. feels like she's falling in with them, and she's going to be an ally. All I'm to saying them. is, is like, I I'm a sucker for a piece of shit, rapist, racist, asshole, rapist, getting racist. getting murdered in an in a terrible way. I just think that like that like seeing Ruby do that was like, oh, she's like an. She's like a psychopath. Like that's, yeah. like she could have just murdered mm. him, and and uh, that would have felt like a redemption. That would have felt like he got what he deserved. But it being such an extremely intense like rape was like holy shit. This is a psychopath we're watching here. Essentially, um, there must have been something that what was that movie that Bree showed us? <laughs> which one? Did uh, the most disgusting movie I've ever seen in my life. The one we saw at Fan... Oh, oh, I loved that movie. <laughs> uh, uh, shit, what was it called? It was like one word. Brett, remember that movie with the girl who has like a like a toilet licking fetish? <laughs> Alana. No. And, 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 oh, shit, what is it called? I forgot what it's called. Wet I, mean, I can Google it. Oh, it's called Wetlands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, what the fuck is that sound? It's called wet about society? It's called wetlands. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 What about it? You I, brought it I was up. just thinking No, I didn't bring it up. Been, Owen did. I I brought it up because <laughs> I was trying to think of a movie that had like something as disgusting. Yeah, that one was pretty gross. There we, must have been like, something like that in there. Well, there was like a yeah. We don't have to talk about it because right, yeah, it's I mean, real like, bad. It's real bad. We don't have to go all the way down the <laughs> rabbit hole. I think the I think the conversation is like, yeah, I think that in everything we've seen from media, this guy didn't do anything bad enough to justify yes, what happened to exactly. him. Exactly. And then I think the counterpoint to that is, well, what is too bad? Yeah. Like. If he's if he's clearly like a little bit of a predator, or you know, if he's what little we saw of him is like the tip of the iceberg. If we're assuming that, then what is too bad? You know, what I mean, like how bad does he have to be to justify it? Uh, I just think it's an interesting like <clears throat> conversation starter. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a horror it's a horror show show with like really gory fucking shit going on. And really mm. extreme violent deaths, and um, did that guy die? I mean, there's no way that guy's alive. Well, I also have the question: Why did she tell her so much? You can do whatever you want when you have this. Like, does that mean what you did while you were someone else? Like, there's some magic that does erases part of it, or no? Maybe I think she was saying memories? like, <clears throat> I think she was a little bit. I think there was like a two hander there where it's like, mm. there's no consequence. If you do this as this white woman and then you just never become her again, there's no consequence for what you've done. Mm. So you can do anything. But then she chose to show him who she really was. Yeah. So that he knew who was doing this to her. So it was like she sort of took the advice and then sort of didn't take the advice at the same time. So mm. like, I don't know. I think that's interesting. <laughs> for me, yeah, it's I like agree. I think she could have like cut his dick off and then showed him what who she was and then took off and that would have been like less aggressive i feel like <laughs> you of know? the two scenarios which would you rather have done honestly two. like i like the rape because Ugh. i think it says a lot about the whole the power <laughs> please play please no one clip out <laughs> i like the rape 
I don't actually <laughs> like rape. And we should also put a warning at the beginning of this episode that we yeah, were that's a good about point. That's stuff. a good point because it is. I mean, it's an, it was an intense Very moment, sensitive. and um, you know, and deliberate. And deliberate, yeah. You write it and execute it. There's a a lot of thinking that goes into that. But also, rape area crimes are usually so much about power and cutting off someone's dick is just an act of violence like okay you can suggest well that i'm not saying that would have been better a better scene i'm just saying like, no i'm saying yeah. why it, the purpose for the scene is i think the reason it's rape is she's it's about power it's about her showing him that he is do- she's dominant and he's mm-hmm. has to like bend to her will like you yeah. know what classically rape is apparently meant to be yeah <laughs> about yeah. Um, or at least part of it. All right. Well, was that is that all for your the thoughts? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't don't talk. The rape part was not in my thoughts. Okay, my thoughts right. was the fashion. All right, you're right. <laughs> all right, let's get to the. Oh, and it was the stiletto. The damn the stiletto, stiletto, baby. 1950. Right. Give me my feet. All right, let's get to the Ooh. clips. How about some clips? Oh shit, we got clips here again, please. All <laughs> right. Oh, should I play? And you know what they call me tree, right? Most men got two legs. I got tree. Didn't I already know that? Since we fucked in high school, Seymour? Oh! Oh! I don't give a fuck, Becca DeGlue. All right. There's one clip, and here it is. You've been William this whole fucking time? Well, we got great. two the now. Sign made me laugh. Well, yeah. Why well, you want to hear it again? Yeah, why not? All right. You sure. want to be a credit to your race? You have to be better than mediocre. And do you want to know why? Because white folks are even more fucked up than you think they are. They have got shit you can't even imagine. That's why you got to be exponentially better than them, so you don't end up in some closet, half dead, with your tongue cut Who's out. <laughs> God. All right. Oh man, there was another clip. What, what was up with that, by the way? The guy hanging in the closet. We Serious. Didn't I know. There's so much. I mean, it's kind of like I have no idea, so we don't need to talk Obviously, about it. Obviously, those holy shit. those guys have some sort of weird cult shit going on. Well, they're in the cult. They're just not like official yeah. head guys. They're right. just like lowly in there, boys. I think they've enhanced oh. themselves with body parts and stuff that the doctor that's dead now truly put on them, which is the disgusting. Hawk. There was another clip I was hoping you would grab. It was um, when they were, she was describing that they threw his body in the river like he was trash. (laughs) Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. It was about like how they like, they stabbed him or shot him or something. Well, I did know (laughs) it. Whatever. (laughs) All right, let's get to, let's get to the emails now. How about that? Does that sound good? Emails. Ping, pong, ping, pong, pong. Look who's here. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, daughter. I don't give a. I don't give. Oh, that's nice. I don't. Oh, shit. Billy Ray. I don't give a. Mustard stain. I don't. Emails. I don't give. I don't give a. I don't give a. I don't give a fuck back. I don't give a fuck back at the glue. Tell someone else. All right. <laughs> That's a mud mud butt. Someone's got mud <laughs> mud butt. All right. 
Chris Edward Meningo sends an email called Episode 4. Love it. Four? They're sending us an Episode 4 email? Yep. Mm. <laughs> Read it, boy. Nah. What? The next email comes from Beto Guevara. <laughs> Beto! 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 He says, positive outlook. Hello, gang. You thought that the subject of this email was a good thing. Psych. It means I tested positive for COVID, bitches. Oh, no. Are you serious? In all seriousness, I'm very lucky and the virus should not be taken lightly. I have very mild symptoms and don't need to go to the hospital. Oh, good. Please be careful out there. Also be careful in there because I don't I did not leave my house that much. In regards to the last walk across the entire country. Yeah, that's true. You did walk walk across the country. Yeah, but I don't think it would have survived on him for that long, would it have? Well, are you a doctor, Steve? I don't know. I keep hearing it doesn't survive very long on surfaces. But we'll see. Who knows? From doctors. In regards to the last episode, <laughs> episode Jekyll. four. More episode <laughs> fours? Come on. Steve, we chose to record this when most people couldn't, and we said we will read your last episode. I didn't say that. Who said that? You said uh, that? I'm pretty sure all of us said that. Brett, didn't you say that too? Brett, did you say that? Well, this, is, this isn't about me. Brett. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just read them, Steve. I don't know why I got to get pulled into this. <laughs> did most you say that, Brett? Most people can't bring their this. emails Listen, quick enough. if we're going to read emails from past episodes we're gonna be reading emails for hours no just because we record so quick and it's not even released listen i understand and my heart bleeds for the people that can't get their goddamn emails in on time recorded things i truly bleed in internally in my Mm. body i bleeding because of it but i promise you the show will that still be gonna read entertaining <laughs> if we read the emails from people that watch the show and then uh, when it airs. I mean, you know, this is the problem with doing a show that airs. Okay, boy. We can't accommodate. Anyway, it says in the email that there were some clip requests from Brett. Did you request some, some clips, Brett? Maybe Do you remember doing that? right here at the bottom of the email. Let's just assume I don't remember anything that I've done before right now. He says, it's my first time recording audio, so if it's really bad, maybe you can keep it to yourselves. Uh, but, like, safe distant kisses, because, like, cough, cough, Don Beto. P.S. Steve, please let me know if you don't like MP3s and I can make something else in the next email. MP3s are fine. Also, let me know if you don't like MP3s. Let Brett know via Twitter if you don't like MP3s. Because I've been delivering you MP3s. One and only... Okay. Did we ask for an (laughs) intro for him or something? Did we all hear it? I could barely hear it, but that's okay. Can we play it before his emails? That's pretty. Yeah. That's as loud as it gets, unfortunately. Okay, well, let's hear it twice. All right. Send it to me. I'll boost it. The wickedly talented one and only Beto. (laughs) I'm hoping that means I pronounced it right. And then here's another one he sent. Oh. One and only. I love it. Oh, that's us saying it. I love it. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it's us. Saying yes, it. that's we great. need to boost the volume and get that going. Thank you, Beto. Yeah, send that to me. Yay, Beto. Muhammad, Forward that email to me, and I'll take care of it. Mohammed bin Nasir sends an email saying pacing issues. Oh yeah, because this is episode four still. <laughs> 
He says, hello to everyone present on this episode. I agree with Alana's point from the last podcast about the moments when they set up a challenge for the characters to overcome only for it to be resolved very quickly with very little explanation. It leaves me a little confused and takes me out of the episode. Like how did the tunnels from a museum in Boston lead back to a house in Chicago? This was never addressed in episode four. It also means that we aren't allowed to sit with important character moments as the show is determined to churn through as much plot as possible in one episode. Do you guys think that some of the pacing issues could have been addressed if the story was told over two episodes? The second episode was especially guilty of this. I think that could have been two to three episodes long. I love the show and hearing you guys every week, Mo. Thanks, Mo. Uh, Real quick, just wanted to say... This is the first episode of Lovecraft I've watched with my brother. He's been watching along, and right before this episode started, he goes, you saw the last episode, right? I was like, well, of course. And he goes, man, that was the best one so far. <gasps> so the Register Brothers on our hot takes <laughs> are 100%. My goodness. <laughs> he's like, man, I love that one. It was great. You guys are <laughs> some he's been a little cards. uneven on the show. Do you but have, yeah, like... he, loved, he loved the Goonies one. <laughs> Do you have internal clock issues, too? We're we're just you know we're just a ball of chaos. Do you experience just... headaches, <laughs> nausea, diarrhea? Um, um, young Wolfo. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't oh, mean to toss you out. Where is it? There we go. Oh, young God. Wolfo. It doesn't even sound like a sent fart. an email uh, called <laughs> called <laughs> called names. Hey, BB boys and the nymph Steve found on a toadstool. I'm just gonna say. The subreddit has been calling That's me, Alana. God, <laughs> the, the, wow, the, ego. The subreddit has been calling Letty Hippolyta a lot. What the fuck? Cut Get to him the, right. Cut to the first episode where everyone's saying their names sixty times. That's all. I plan on doing my version of Dan's thoughts if you guys are interested, because me and my girlfriend are both watching the show. And both are black, so we both have different thoughts on parts of the episode. Anyways, love you guys. Hashtag, you better shoot him. Yes, oh, please. Oh, yeah, where's that clip? Hang Young on. Wolfo. Here it is. We want him. You, 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 you need to shoot him. All right, Young Wolfo. <laughs> thank you. I think that's you. still the best clip so far. It could be, I yeah. think it is. But anyway, Young Wolfo. What do we call you, Young yeah. Please do. You have a first please name? send us Young's thoughts. How about we just howl, ready? Yeah. No, it's... It's Y-U-N. Oh, we got wolf thoughts. Wolf thoughts in the house. Got Alana, it's Y-U-N-G. I know. Yeah, I read it. Not not the word young. So it could yeah, be but his it's name. Usually it still means young, like, you I'm know, just like that little be, bow wow. It's I'm just saying L-I-L, that could be, but it means little. I'm just saying that could be his real name. <laughs> and we could He's call just it. just bow wow now, Alana. Young blood. Let him grow up. Let Bow Wow grow up. We can let call Bow Wow it... grow. I like that your computer shaking. So hard. Let like him grow up. Right? Let Bow Wow grow up. We can let Bow Wow grow up. Let Bow Wow grow up. We can call it Young's Thoughts whenever we're Young Thoughts. Why U N G T H O T S or maybe Normal Thoughts. All right, Nathan Grunwell sends an email. Oh, we haven't been listening to the email music. That's dumb. Hang on, let me pull that. God, I'm so fucking embarrassed. Yeah, let's just start over. Are we recording? You guys don't mind if we start over, right? Anyway, guys. So no, I'm just kidding. Um, Dear Lord. Nathan Grunwell says, "Hey, it's me, Nathan. Why is the special effects insanely good again? That's what I thought. Seeing Atticus's flaming house dream in the same episode as skin shedding was a huge difference." 
Oh, it was a dream scene, by the way. Oh, the flaming house dream scene, yeah. The information contained in this email may be confidential and privileged. It is intended only for the addresses above. What? You sending me stuff from your, like, business email? (laughs) Shame on you, Do I have permission to read that if if everything in the email is secret or whatever? Confidential. Confidential? Solomon Enders sends an email saying, Lovecraft Country episode five. Hey, first timers, long time listener, first time writer in, but I love this episode and had to share some thoughts on it. Directed by Cheryl Dune, the outstanding director of The Watermelon Woman. Oh, yeah, I heard. That's a short of hers or something we should watch. Not a fan of Cardigan Backyard Again, Cardi B for the uninformed. Oh. But that was the best. Oh, I actually liked, this is the most I've liked the modern music. I but he like said that, that was the best fit. use of her two song of two of her songs ever. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So mm-hmm. the, the use was so good, I wanted to chef's kiss. Um... I love how the show leaves hints to things. It follows up on hints in future episodes. For example, Tick's dad being gay, Christina and male Christina being the same person. What do you think George's wife and daughter are doing since their story wasn't shown this week? Wondering that. They're on their little adventure trying to get the truth about George, Uncle George. About. Yeah, ha- I forgot about them. We're Daddy halfway George. through the show and we don't know what we're building <laughs> up to. What do you think comes next? Continue to share your insights and make people's weeks brighter. Hashtag Brett, yes. Hashtag Alana, yes. Hashtag get guest, yes. And hashtag guy that does cocaine in the bathroom, yes. That's great. Thank you. I think he means your little orange mm-hmm. eyes. What? What? <laughs> this guy back here? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's it's a dynamic banter, a dynamic banter reference. I Dynamic. Think I think it's the orange guy. Uh, Dan the Man sends an email saying, Lovecraft Country Strange Case. Hello, first timers. Miami Dan is back. Sigh some oh! thoughts. There are some of my thoughts while watching this week's episode. Freaky Friday moment, huh? Again, the scene when the cops show up is so real and so relevant, scarier than any monster. That song is so creepy, but tonight you belong to me. Creepy. That's what it was. It was the song from The Jerk, Owen. You calling Owen was the it? Jerk? The the song that Tonight You Belong to Me? Yeah. It was, it was the old-timey version of that song. The, like the oldies, like 50s version? Yeah. Hmm. The original, I guess. Um, Plastic covers on the floor. What kind of Trump-Russian golden shower kind of scene are we going to see? What about some locust? That was an intense tick. Ascot wearing white man looking like Fred from Scooby-Doo. That's the kind of reaction (laughs) one would expect when they see magic. I would take the money and run. Just the money. What a beautiful spoken word song. This transformation scene is so crazy looking. Wow, what a powerful scene with an amazing Frank Ocean song. Fuck that flavor. Or fuck that favor. Wow, that fire hallway looks cheap as hell. Did it really? I didn't notice. I was not it, focused. It, it did, but it worked because you knew it was a dream. Mm. Mm. So it had kind of like a stylized vibe. It looked flat. Like the flames looked flat. They didn't look like they were existing in 3D space. Where do you think Yahida's corpse went? Yeah. Anybody? Was there Down a in the basement. <laughs> Down in the basement with all the other you corpses. You think so? Yeah. I'm real curious. I'll tell you that much. What in the world is that cop half black? I didn't get why the locust thing was in reference to. This transformation looks so painful. Oh my god, that scene. The way Cardi B is used in this episode is fantastic. 
No surprise with that reveal. So what was the message? This episode was a good building block. I'm excited for what's to come. Miami Dan signing off. Miami. Yeah, they did. They were setting up something with the locust. The locust, I thought, was about her transformation, too. Hmm. Oh, so now they're butterflies, caterpillars, and locusts? God, yeah. I can't keep track of all these bugs. Well, they were talking about locusts Listen, some shedding. caterpillars turn into moss. <laughs> they were talking about locusts <laughs> shedding. Them off? Here's my review of Lovecraft <laughs> Country. I can't get my head straight about all these bugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Roberto Abril sends an email saying, Hello, hello, boys and girls and guests. Episode 5, the one with the drag queens and the skin shedding. Yeah. I wanted to start out by saying that last week I sent y'all some clips that I'd hoped you guys pulled from episode four. Well, I'm proud to announce that I have figured out how to use a computer and I have pulled and attached the clips from last week plus two clips from this week's episode. That's a lot of, there's six, six. clips in here. Let's hear them. Didn't He's really have a lot. We didn't have a lot to choose from. Clips aside, this episode was probably one of my favorites so far. I'm really, really interested in Ruby's storyline. And I'm curious as to where Montrose is going to go next. You think Tick is going to find out he's gay and confront him? I guess we'll find out. Also, I was very surprised to see two of my favorite two drag queens ever, Monet Exchange and Shangela, show up Shangela. on the show. That's great. Shangela. I did not expect that at all. Anyways, another great episode come sent for my 32 iPhones. Yeah, those are those. Uh, See, everyone queens. loves this episode, Alana and Steve. <laughs> I love what? it. What I are you talking about? I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said it wasn't my favorite. <laughs> it was last week's we were arguing over. <laughs> All right, here's the first of six clips. Here we go. Your hands wouldn't have nothing to cluck about if you had some cockadoodle doos pecking your own coop. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Where were we? Damn, that is such a good. <laughs> we were too deep. Damn. I was Thank in. You. I was just watching. Thank you. Y'all hands wouldn't have nothing to cluck about if you had some cockadoodle doos pecking your own coop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an amazing clip. That's a great Bravo. clip. All that right. borders on like gibberish. Yeah, cockadoodle doos pecking at your coop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the next one. <laughs> Didn't we hear that one last week? That was the one last week that we had not pulled and we uh, had, uh, were uh, hoping we had. Did you see me jump? Yeah. Well, fuck you too. Oh, after the yeah. guitar. Oh, when she, yeah, when yeah, she yeah, was yeah, playing yeah. the guitar. Oh, Mother Beckins. You bitches. <laughs> mother Beckins. Oh, Mother Beckins. You bitches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mother Beckins. Yeah, that's they great. Oh, that was it, yeah. Hey, they got dinosaurs. <laughs> and then the final okay, one. Tree. George always said big old Woody could fit the south side of Chicago if it had to. All right. The, the Woody could fit the whole south side of Chicago. Y'all yeah. hands wouldn't have nothing to cluck about if you had some cockadoodle-doos pecking your own coops. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know hands wouldn't have nothing Thank to cluck you. about if you didn't have some cockadoodle-doos clicking at Yoko. <laughs> Thank you, Roberto. I almost got it. I said clicking, not clicking. Clicking. <laughs> Daniel the Echo Spider sends an email saying, could not eat dinner afterwards. Hi there, yeah. all in all. Serious. Fun fact, I don't deal with body horror well, so this episode was fun. Also, <laughs> when William stabs white Ruby, you can see Ruby's eye inside her mouth, and I almost yeah, lost I saw that. it. 
This episode mm. was a bit gorier than I personally enjoy. If I never see that body transformation, it will be too soon. Don't take the potion, Daniel. Oh, something I wanted to mention was um, the transformation is so gruesome and takes so long and is disgusting and messy and awful. Yeah. But fucking uh-huh. motherfucker walked into the house and came right out as the girl in that past episode mm-hmm. where we were like, are they the same? Because they mm-hmm. walked out the door and then came out and they were a different person. And but they came out super clean. And at first you're like, oh, well, because she's been doing it so much, she can just transform real right. quick. But then they did it in front of us on the episode. And it was bloody and, she and took gross. Forever. Yeah. But someone in the subreddit- She didn't want to reveal all her magic to Ruby right there. She's got a clean off potion. You know it. Yeah, but someone was saying that- <laughs> A clean um, off potion? Quick, she's got a shower potion, all someone, right? Someone was saying that we, have, we haven't we have seen the transformation into the like other person of oh, any so of the characters. Oh, the other oh, way around. Right. So maybe yeah, that transforming is true. into that them is, is a cleaner- That is the answer to God the question. There maybe. You go. There you go. Okay. We won't know until we see it. I because feel like an idiot. You're cocooning. The cocooning. Yeah, you're cocooning. But you can, on the other way, you're coming out the cocoon. I know. I so you're gonna be all bloody and I shit. Mean, but where's you're your cockadoodle doo in the cocoon? I don't know. Cocooning is clean. It doesn't really make sense. Let's be honest. If you can change into a completely different person based on your original body shape, you should also have a gruesome transformation. Well, I mean, like, the, like the one thing that we're not talking about is that this doesn't exist in the real in the real world. So polyjuice potion, hello. Yeah, but right. if they're grounding enough of it in reality, they got to be able to. No, explain I think something I think like Alana's that. right. It's like zipping up like an outfit. You put on the other person. I don't know. I won't be convinced unless we see it. I want to see it happen. I'm sure we will. Elizabeth Stevenson sends an email saying, "Where, where, were there any funny clips in this episode? Jeez, uh, were there? <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Stevenson says, hey, first timers, Blizzy, busy from Seattle here. Not too busy to write in again this week, though. I was enthralled with Ruby and William Christina's physical transitions between bodies. I thought the effects were so good, and I could feel the skin tearing. It was gross, but very visceral. That's what Joe Joe describes the whole show as visceral. He's like, it's just a oh, visceral funny. show. The whole show is vasectomy. But it's also they also mixed it with a lot of like practical stuff too. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that helps mm-hmm. a lot. That being said, Ruby's scene with the boss made me wildly uncomfortable. Who was with, who was Tick on the phone with? Also, Obviously. can we talk about the music? Moses Sumney, Frank yes. Ocean, Nina Simone, Cardi B. Wow, the soundtrack mm-hmm. is another excellent element of mm-hmm. this viewing experience. And she's referencing busy. the bit we made last week when she says busy. Oh, right, 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 because she wasn't too busy. I got to go. Busy. 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 Free proof on funny (laughs) clips. Here's a reminder. Y'all hands wouldn't have nothing to clock about if you had some cock-a-doodle-doos packed in your own coops. (laughs) (laughs) That's my Halloween costume. Final email comes from Christine Cartilage. Cartilage? No, Cartilage. And it says, who else's anus hurts? <laughs> Cheers to anal penetration, friends. I'm more referring to Montrose due to the consensual nature. However, I'd be lying if I said I didn't smirk a little bit at Ruby making a red bottomed Louis Vuitton out of her boss. Now that is an eloquent way to put that, and I want to just <laughs> applaud that line. Well done. 
Very nice. So, yeah, we should put a warning at the beginning of this episode. Shoes. We should put a warning Bloody at the beginning shoes. of this episode. What should Surely. it be? Just like, a, should I just record it now? Hey, guys, welcome to the first time show. This episode features some triggering topics. So, um, please be advised that we're going to be talking about some sexual assault related things in the episode. Please enjoy the show. You Are you going to then cut that out and put that in the front, or yeah. is that going to stay here? It'll stay here, and it'll be in the front. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just so people see how production How is the made. egg is chickened. Um, all right. Well, that was the last email. So anybody want to say anything else about the show, Owen? did you? What did you think about the episode, Owen, overall? Owen, overall? Uh, Final thoughts from good. Owen. It was pretty good. I like that we can see ourselves in the reflection of Owen's TV. I know, right? <laughs> and that guy back there, too. Um, Brett, what'd you think of the episode? <laughs> I heard it. I loved it. I think, I mean, like, I'm so for it. I love that they uh, are carrying on the macro narrative while giving us, like, a weekly little Tales from the Crypt story. Compounding yeah. anthology. Yeah, Compounding anthology. exactly. <laughs> Bringing it around. Alana? Uh, you- oh, sorry. I just remember. No, that was it. That was oh, it. Oh. I was going to say, I would love to see a monster next week. If I know. Possible. Some would say seeing Ruby transform was kind of monster like. Sure, but I mean, like, monsters and we're getting a flashback. A we saw a little weird ear thing, and I would love to see, like, a creature. Yeah. Me too. Are there three episodes left? Five. It's Is ten. It ten? ten total. Yeah, yeah. One, yeah, ten two, total. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yep. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought it was eight. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Wait, I'm telling you. My... Oh, oh, sorry. Yes, Alana, would you I have a favorite thoughts? line, and I'm realizing I should have just had this as a clip, but oops. My favorite line is when uh, the Christina boy, William, when William pulls up, and he's looking all hot, and all the ladies are like, uh, oh, my God, it was me. Yeah. Is that your guy? And one uh-huh. of them goes, he's with you? And she goes, only when he behaves. <laughs> and I also love, I love that um, when he went to kiss her, she like turned for just the cheek, and then um, she goes like, "Doesn't she say something like, I don't want to no, kiss he you?'" Says it. I, he, no, he goes, but, "You don't want me to kiss you." And she said, "Not in front of the ladies." No, or whatever. she doesn't want to be kissed while she's white. Right. Yeah, and is then, what she responds. But but I just like what he said about them being like jealous or whatever. The girls looking over, like I didn't. Oh, he's they didn't like seem... I don't think it would embarrass. Yeah, you I don't for think me it... to kiss you. Oh right, yeah, right, right, right. It wouldn't embarrass you or something. I like that line. And then too. it's also great when he's like, "I'll, I'll kiss, I'll kiss you however you want" or something oh, like right, that. Right, How right, he right. Ends it and you're like, "Yes, girl." Oh, there's another good dude line in this where, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tick says when he's like please don't be scared of me. And he's like begging her. Oh, mm-hmm. that line like slayed me. It was so incredible. And I looked on like a uh, Twitter and in that podcast and stuff. And all these girls were talking about, it. I was like, I'm not alone. That was the fucking line. I also liked I- that Letty, Letty was like clearly afraid of him because of the way that he reacted to, um, what her, what seemingly she thought was Montrose just letting her go, letting her run away. Mm-hmm. But mm. in reality, Montrose had killed her, and I think it changed her fear, her thoughts on uh, Tick in that moment, and how she seemed herself angry. You know, well, that's that yeah. interesting. I, that's not how I felt. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I like the execution of the scene 
where she has the baseball bat because they yeah. didn't cut to that reveal until the end of the scene. Yeah. yeah. So they're having the conversation first and then it like reveals the bat that yeah. she's been holding yeah, the whole time. She's like, how can I protect myself against this fucking monster? Right. Man? It's just, yeah. you could have just, it's, that's so, that's so like clever though, yeah. to work it out that mm-hmm. way. Cause you normally would just have her walk into the scene with I'm the bat. You, she's all afraid. But they kind of like save that moment. Letty is going to be so important. She's going to be the one. This is all about. I think we see more of it every episode. Steve, when you said that she's afraid of, she was afraid of him because she thought he reacted that much just because. Not his just dad... because, but I felt like oh. that was a factor in it. Yeah. Sure. Well, I I thought it was more because, not what incited him having rage against his dad, but the fact that there was a moment when he's punching him where he just loses it and starts like really going at him well yeah and i think and, and the fact that, that moment he, that she's afraid of like would you have just killed him right if someone right else that around? moment where he admits he admits that he might have killed him and he definitely thought about it i think that right. that scared her a lot i think mm-hmm. but yeah all that rage really freaked her out but i think she felt like it was warranted great alana, use of bathtubs out. in this great episode. use of bathtubs alana watch out steve punched a fridge once i did punch a fridge once i i lost my temper <laughs> I'm sorry, Alana. I'm crazy. Didn't you you break a bone? I did. I broke my pinky bone. Yeah. Yeah, but you also said that was the first time you ever like punched anything. Yeah, it was. Yeah, first time you ever punched anything, and it's a metal fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, come on. I've always wanted to punch a robot. What can I say? All right. Well, guys, um, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you to Owen for being our guest. We missed you, my friend. Um, Miss you guys too. Yeah, it's fun to hang out and and chat about a good show, and we're having a great time. And Brett, thank you once again for pulling the clips and creating the thumbnails for all the video versions of the show. If you've been watching us on youtube.com slash the Valley cast, where you can see the video version of this show at some point, uh, all of you them that together. I don't want to take all the credit for well, that. You, but I, it's, well, yeah, it's, it's my a, pleasure. It's a collab, but you make the framework of it. Yeah. You put you work in frame. Um, you make the framework, my friend, but yes, thank you to Brett. And thank you to Alana for your thoughts and, uh, your, the stuff you bring to the show. It's very unique, a unique, version of the show and you bring a lot to it and it's oh, very nice and very we love much. it information being the key thing she brings to yes, the show thank exactly you, thank you and the female perspective which is very important of, as well. of course but like i don't think we ever researched anything ever oh no no well, no but it's we a have hard a- show because it feels like it begs you to research it I mean that's the that's thing. Smart. Yeah, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're doing it. I do want to hear all that. The stuff. The show really is. Uh, it's it's like begging you to like yeah. do more research into this stuff, and it, and the fact that we're like so close to learning about all these things that our history has buried or doesn't like to talk about or whatever. Um, it's really cool. It's great. It's it's one of the reasons why I think this show is good no matter what. Absolutely. Even if the story starts to falter a little bit. The fact that it exists. Yeah, I love it. Is a win. I love it. All right, well, guys. When I do this, does it make my mouth look like it's gone? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm Yeah. All right, well, guys, thanks for watching. (laughs) We'll catch you next time on the First Time Show. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.